0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think we it. Yeah.
0: At a, I was at a gathering of teenagers, and, and there was a question and answer, a gathering, with, with a, we were discussing different questions, and one of the particular people asked a question, such an intelligent question, a question that any serious person, any thinking person, who takes Yiddishkeit seriously at one point or another, had this question in one way or another, in one form or another, had the question. And the question this particular teenager asked me, Silo is avayda shebelev, it's an void of the heart. Something that's designed to express, to connect to Hashem, to make to Hashem. Our heart talks to Hashem, it's avayda shebelev. That's what is called in our Torah. Ezra HaVoy is Tfilah. So the questioner asks, How can you have a set Nusach How can it be you have a set language for davening? It can't be. Tfilah, which is the expressions of the heart. The Zekev Basher, me with my personality. You with yours. The next person with their personality, and Tilak is, is a set book, let me dive into Hashem Could you imagine at a meeting with a bunch of friends you're meeting a new person for the first time? I could use this example. Could you imagine on a date You're going out with a girl, you come to the door, you pull out your paper, and you say, I wanna I want to tell you that it is so nice being here tonight. A prepared, that's going to make a relationship. To feel a relationship fashion and it's a prepared statement, it's a pillar, it's a wonder, it's like a shot. That was the questioner asked. I was so impressed that this person first so hurtful, courageous to ask, knows he's supposed to ask. And more important than any answer I would give, I first celebrated the question. Because to me, questions are... And the most important thing we could do is ask. I don't like Amaratus. I like knowing. And the only way to combat Amaratus is to be not afraid to ask questions. When I was your age, I was afraid to ask. Not because of specific questions. Family is supposed to know. I don't want to be exposed. I've since conquered that fear. I'll call my father. I'll say, what's the letter? And the Alice says, after Alice, what's the next letter? I, you're 38, you're supposed to know, aren't you to are, are Rebbe? Okay, Rebbe no, doesn't say that to me. Just saying it, my own mind says that to me. Doesn't matter, I don't know, and I want to know, I'm curious. To so ask everything and anything, that's the path to knowledge. That's the path to knowing, it's by asking, not being afraid to ask, being curious. My theory is people are naturally curious. You'll see one day with your own children, they Hashem, Kids go through a why stage. It's the best stage. They start asking everything. At first it's cute, and then it's maddening. Why, why, why? Over and over they'll ask. I think it's part of the Tevah Adam to be curious. A human being in Baba Kamala is called a Mada, which means a seeker. It's the Mishnah calls a human being a seeker. A seeker is somebody who asks, who's curious, who searches. That's the human being is called a Madha. I think it's the tether. I think school knocks it out of us. I blame school a lot. It's, it's, it's no one person's fault. We're in big classes. You can't have everybody asking questions. So ironically, the place that's supposed to teach us to be curious—ironically, but nobody's fault—you're in a class of 30 games, You can't really have 30 curious people. It just it would be all over the place. But all of Torah learning is curiosity, is taking, asking, wondering. All of learning is a matan, is a discussion, a back and a forth, ask, answer, find out. Parashat V'Peh itself, the whole Parashat V'Peh design, you're not going to write down Parashat V'Peh. It's the discussion. Even today, it's written down it's written down, a flat o plus Torah is being forgotten, it's written down, a little percentage is written down. Torah learning is when there's a dialogue, a conversation, me with my brother, you with your brother, we ask, we answer, we argue, we discuss, that's Torah learning, the back and forth, is Torah learning. The curious seeker who asks, who answers, you're learning seriously, when you and your chavrusa can read this vague line of Gemara, that's what? Who? When? That's a million questions and you can in a sophisticated way discuss the line you read. Now you're learning Tarash about death. But that curiosity, when is this going? Where is this going? Who's this going on? That's the Tarash about process of the question and answer. So to me the main, the question was such an intelligent question. On this intelligent question, that Tzil, which is how can it have a set? How can I have a set language? So there were three parts to the answer. I wanted to discuss three things with this particular questioner. I wanted to discuss three things when this question is asked to me. To me, the list three three thoughts that I have. The first thought, and the most, probably the most important, is you're supposed to add your own words. There's no question. That's precious. The first thought is the question is so strong and so true. It is Pasha to me, a yid should add your own thoughts. I told the Chashver ben this, told me, really, you're supposed to say your own words in every bracha? They thought, sh'ma kaleinu ye'ed. Yeah. I said, not at all. Sh'ma kaleinu is freestyle, you can ask for everything. In the rest of the bracha, ask your own words, what's appropriate to that bracha. Of course you're supposed to. That was Pasha to me. This person was shocked. They went to one of the real big Talmud come in America that some, the from Connecticut said you're supposed to add words, are you supposed to? And this big says, of course you're supposed to. And you just you have to know where, in each bracha, make sure right before Baruch Hashem there's an ending to every bracha that's called Me'ena Chasima Hasima. At Before, it's like usually four or five words, you can't talk after those words. Right before those words, in Baruch HaWenu Shaddai for Karnassah. Start speaking in English as well, no question, Because Tzviw is supposed to have the exp- our own expressions, our own conversation with Hashem, no doubt about it. The words are the base of the Tzviw, and we certainly must say and accomplish amazing things. But of course, we're supposed to be around. that's wrong, that's wrong, like Tron and I teaching the wrong thing. What? <laughs> right? I know you uh, we could you please teach me I want to learn are we going to hear I, I knew he was getting the source I don't think I well I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would want the source again folks. <laughs> I this is for this <laughs> So
1: sort
0: of the You're not coming to America. The of the ink in is from his so he comes to Gemara, my desire, It says, even though you ask for your needs in Shem'ah Tzfilah, the story is called Bracha, Bracha, you can ask, me'ein called Bracha, and open the Gemara. You can ask, me'ein that Bracha. He says, if the Rashi brings, the person is forgetting is learning. So, ask, for, ask to remember your learning. Yav'echavu, so who's not getting the Gemara well, ask ask Hashem, if a guy's about children, in a way, he said, sure, the same So the first point was certainly a person should add their own language. A second point I wanted this questioner to know, but I'm getting to the point I want to speak about tonight. The second point I wanted this questioner to know is that but how to still, even if I add, if I have a head to add, if I should add, it's good to add. But remember, a lot of davening is a set language. How does that fit with Tzvilo? So I wanted this questioner to question and know something that I think is for us all. I can't speak for you. I cannot concentrate on the whole davening every day. I can't do it certainly not shachas, I don't want to admit to you publicly that I can't do Menchemaid either, I'm not going to talk about that. But shachas, I can't concentrate the whole time, all the words, I can't do it. The first bracha of Shemaynes is Likufa. you must concentrate, you're not Yetz otherwise, it's very serious, and the first bracha, make sure you get it, the words, what they mean are the first bracha, to Magin Avram, but to concentrate a whole essay, I am not successful. I have friends that are much better concentrators to do the whole essay. I think most people like me can't concentrate the whole essay every day. They don't succeed every day, And in honest, they're trying, they're striving, most people I discuss don't find themselves different times that they didn't remember, You be said we have to thank our hands that they bang at the right time, my knees go down at the right time. So, that's by most of us. So, what do we have in mind? Here I'm governing. I can't say I'm having in mind all the words. I'm talking to That That is a bad situation. You know, I'm sitting in shul, and I know it before. So I want to tell you a simple thing to have in mind. I think it's a precious thing. The simple thing to have in mind, one of the parts of Tefillah is certainly the Vekas Vashem. But if I read right, I define Tefillah in one word. If, I, if somebody wanted to describe Tsimu, could I ask no, I for one word by a hand? Somebody could give me a word to describe Tsimu. Dveikus, connection would be one. The questioner was looking at the part of Dveikus, relationship. That certainly would be strange to have it before Could somebody give me another word that might sum up davening, different than Dveikus?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thanking, hello for certain, the of Talmud says, that's one of the purposes, thank you. That as well, it seem to be strange to have a set looker. No, no. Thanking and dvaitas, and that was an excellent answer, that's true. Haidar hey, thanking, is a big part of Shemesri. One week I want to talk about it, the end. I want to both maybe even Bunez, maybe next week, I want to speak about Haidar hey, as a big part of Shemesri, it's a long conversation that we're going to begin tonight. But I want another word, that they Say, that sums up to us. Yeshiva. Emunah?
1: emuna,
0: emuna, um, trusting Hashem. I want within the word Emunah, I want to say a word that is a huge part of Tzila and relates to Emunah Tachna, subservience, the sense that I need you, Hashem, reliance, subservience. If you will, in the word vulnerability somebody asked me about the about the storm and I have I right now right now what's dominating the thoughts right now is meitei but I was thinking about the people that were affected but I asked the Talmud Kochum what do we learn and he said one word vulnerability that Hashem runs the world Vulner, we're vulnerable we need Hashem which is, which is to reliance on Hashem to lean on Hashem that it's tremendously having a prepared masug. Having a prepared masuch is such a you told me to say these words. I try when I remember to say Tashem, to and I look around the room, I say Tashem, all of us are in this room. We don't know all the words we're saying. Some of them doesn't know what they're saying. They haven't been Zalakh alumir at Sula by Crow yet. They hadn't been very to learn by the yeshiva tefilah. Something that the Chesed Hashem is so focused on in this yeshiva. The best thing is, I'm a I'm humble. I say the words you told me through the common to say. When whoever here was at the sim hashat, one of the very took out a paper and read a letter from another brother, The humbleness of that is awesome. Here's a person who all gathered to hear you, he said, I have a prepared statement to read. There's such a humbleness to that, that my words, I don't even have my own mouth to say my own words. We say, to Hashem, I don't even know what all the words mean. Learn them. got in a close here. Find out what they mean. But say, to Hashem, even when I don't concentrate, even when I space out a little, I'm loyal. I stand here loyally. Saying the words that I was prescribed by you through the Chachamim to say, that's not a sign point to Tziloh. You have done Hachnas that Hachnas to its utmost. I say the words you told me to say, Hashem. I can tell you, it's an aside. You know, when I I have a troublemaker streak in me, and when I see a guy shaking the lulav, I think I once told. I see a guy shaking the lulav and he's crunching his eyes on. In my mind, I think. What is it that? I want to go up. to him. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? You're holding a branch and you're closing your eyes. What I think of the seder, the first thing is we're Machniyah to rasna We're all standing here because God was mitzvah and we listen to the Ratz Nashem. Bunch of adults holding a fruit, a tree, waving it because you said Hashem. So Tefillah is not a side kavanah to tfimah. The fact that somebody would say I'm saying a prepared speech that you told me to utter that through your hachamim, this is the way I'm supposed to speak to you. What achna? What achna? I don't even have my own mouth. So that part of tzilah, the achna part of tzilah, is important to have. It's a basic part of tzilah. And that a prepared statement is very right for the achna part of tzilah. So that was the second point I wanted the questioner to know. Point one is to add your own words. Point two is there is a part of Tvilo that actually makes sense to have a set Russian. The third point, this is what I want to discuss tonight, is I wanted the person to know the history of Tvilo. And the history of Tvilo was such that we used to dive in how we wanted, freestyle. Like the questioner asked, Silo once upon a time was a person spoke to Hashem and talked. And it changed by the Antshei Kretz we lost Nabur. At the point we lost Nevor, we lost the capacity to know exactly how to affect things in Shemayim, the way to talk to Hashem, when we lost Nevor. So the last Nevin, knowing that Nevor was going to be lost, they made a Sidr with the words that have lost the power. Now it got to, so I wanted the question, oh why did we lose Nuburah? The Sidr that they were so amazed at, that really shouldn't be, wasn't. And it was made at the point that we lost Nuburah. So why did we lose Nuburah? And the answer is, there used to be a yet for Rabbi that was Olym the Mayor. An awesome Yetzirah for Rabbi was. Causing many people to fall, rabum It fell many corpses. Many people were over Rabbi Dizara because of this yetsa and Chazal died us to lose that yetsa And we lost him. And when we lost that yetsa we lost Nevoah. And the question becomes, what We lost the yetsa hora Rabbi Dezorah. We lost Nevoah. What's the Psha? For any greatness, Shabbat the person has to overcome. Greatness only comes from overcoming. That's what greatness comes from. And if we do not have that level of friction, that level of challenge of Abu desires, we can't have that level of greatness of Nabu'ah. So when Chazal died, that we lose that Yisrael at a severe price, we lost Nabu'ah, thus our figure. Which leads us to the great principle that to acquire greatness we need challenges. In this parish, I once observed, I don't want to talk about the Ian, about this observation right now. I want to use it for our topic of tonight, that for greatness we need challenges. And we lost that level of challenge, of our desire, we lost the voice. I once observed, I would love to speak to my Rebbe about it once. I once observed in this week's parasha, A of remembering death goes off the derruch. Epicurean logic, why do I need the choir? I'm going to die. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow will die. Remembering death can drive a person off the death. It did. What do I need? Spirituality? What do I need? Worthiness? I'm going to be his descendant, Epicurean logic, is who needs each drink and be merry for tomorrow will die. And Chazal tell us that remembering death causes sitkus. It causes greatness. The very same thing remembering can drive a person to the lowest depth and it can pick up a person to the highest heights. I don't want to talk specifically about Misa. What I want to say is it's true in all areas of life. Challenges can drive a person down, or a person can respond challenge to challenges and become great. This either creates the hurt. it can destroy a person, but it also creates another. Overcoming that Messiah creates another. And I want to suggest that a great way of beating the youngness is recognizing that there are a chance for greatness, understanding what they are. When any person wants to beat an enemy, they have to first understand the enemy. I want to explain the Pesach in the Torah. Hashem about to test Avram, his hardest challenge of his life, the And the Pesach starts the introduction, Eretim Mitesh Avram, Hashem tests Avram. When you read the Pesachim, it's very evident the test went on. He said Shach's his only child. With the God-like there, all his hopes for the future, who he said, without this child, not me, nothing's valuable to me if I don't have a child. And God says to Sheikh that child, why is the Prophet have to say, Hashem tested Avram We're all very smart. Tell me the story, and every one of us, mm, that was a test. Why the introduction, Hashem tested Avram Why the introduction to the parish of that Akedah Perhaps Hashem's teaching us something. A person thinks he has a certain path. I have a chavre who is a big masjid and he wanted a certain path for life. And his wife got tremendously ill and he had to take care of his wife. He had two choices. He can view it. I want to stay and this gets in my way. Poor guy has this thing in his way. Things could be so great but for that father I have but for that mother, but for that whatever condition, that ever Messiah that the person has. They can view it as an infringement, as an equal to their greatness. Or they can say, no this is the path itself, it's not a diversion in my path. If Hashem send me this Messiah, it's a world of Messiah-ness, of challenges. And a person who passes a Messiah, the Messiah says the purpose of life is three purposes. He says we're on this earth to do mitzvahs. He says we're here. The purpose is to do mitzvahs. And the second purpose, to get a kesher to Hashem. And the third purpose is to pass challenges. That's why we're here, to pass the illness. Nobody says the Esther gets in his way. Nobody says I was traveling along and I took a God in my way. We're here for mitzvahs, that's our purpose. Benching is not in the way, we're here to bench. We're here to eat matzah. Messianists are not in the way of life. I saw it once and the person has a certain child, a certain relative, a certain whatever challenge. It's not in the way of his growth. Of, of that is his Ariel. Through that Messian, that is his greatness. And perhaps the story by in the greatest Messian of Abram's life, by giving an introduction, Hashem tested Abram, is <coughs> actually how Abram perceived it is to understand it, the past challenges, to see it, I'm being tested now, I'm being given an opportunity for greatness now, to perceive it as such. You are, we ourselves, to label it, and when Kim Nisa us, to look at it that way, to understand that, <laughs> instead of viewing this, wow, I want to do this, is in the way, no, this is my greatness. It's not a bump in the road or a crack in the road, it's the road itself. That's our Derrick, the greatness, through the Nesayim. The very word, the very word Nesayim, it comes from, it's the same word Mun Samach, a as Mase, a flagpole. The sun Mase for Kabat Shol a flagpole. Just like a flagpole, when a country wants to announce existence, they stick the flagpole, everybody knows, under that high flag you can see for miles, is America, is whatever country... A Messiah is a person's opportunity to announce existence, to grow, to add to their natural capacity, to enlarge, to become bigger. That's a Messiah, an opportunity for existence, an opportunity for creation, an opportunity for our real. I think when one view, just the view of messiah as such a, as an opportunity, Viewing challenges as not something in the way of our path, but actually our path itself causes the person to have success in passing this year. Every single day we say, Ma, the hat of shemu look, the call the votha kolmashko the kolma e dacha. The kolma ideha rashi says, the call me do me the shumaidebucha. Every measure, everything that Hashem hands us, serve Hashem with it. The Khomaidekha Yid twice a day. I'm serving Hashem with every condition and situation Hashem puts me in if a person has any miscellaneous a person told me recently that they became less firm they had financial pressures so they, they, they had an excuse that, that challenge, a difficult challenge alone a terrible of financial pressures they took that challenge and they said it got in the way I had avoided Hashem and this got in the way. If they would have engaged the challenge, they would have actually through that same challenge, and we don't ask for the serious but through that challenge, they would have actually turned to Hashem, become a better governor. They more they, it's more noticeable for them and reliant on Hashem and daven to Hashem and Talk to Hashem work on their in that way. It could have been actually the same incident, could have been a great cause of Aliyah keep in mind the same remembering of Nisa can cause the rasha
1: Russia,
0: the Russia can be neglectful from Hashem. the subject takes that same information that same situation and thrives from it through it, and the Russia takes that same situation and use as an excuse for Rita. any personal challenge we have, any obstacle I have a relative who had a tremendous difficulty concentrating. And it was a wonderful person, the nicest becher, and couldn't concentrate. Never would try to learn and couldn't stay focused, couldn't sit for long periods. And this person persevered and fought. Today is a Tamil Kocham makes you see him basically every Shabbat on a Mitzvah of Gemara. Is a Tamil Kocham awesome this person. They didn't shite despite their challenge. It wasn't, they were challenged, but even though silly, that's such a superficial view. They shite precisely because of their challenge. They embraced, they took this challenge from Hashem, and they worked and persevered. They governed Hashem, they were misfollowed, they were not the chonin, they worked, tried to tricks, and precisely through the challenge is the opportunity for greatness. That challenge itself created the greatness. It was a flagpole to announce existence, to stake a claim on life itself, to put a flagpole on life, say, so I claim my time, I own my time, I exist in my time. And they utilized the challenge as a flagpole. They stake down the flagpole, I exist, I accomplish, I utilize my time. So precisely because of the challenge, not despite, when one finds sinus difficulties, all different types of challenges. We, we, all of us, grew up, and this is put by Hashem, all of us were super exposed, like, like, probably like no other generation, from a very young age. We were exposed to all sorts of things other generations weren't exposed to. So we could say, we could use that as an excuse not to be great. We were exposed, we've seen, who amongst us can say they haven't been exposed? They haven't seen things they shouldn't have seen at ages when we had no behavior, at ages when we didn't have a choice not to see. And that's all of us with a Messiah. So it could be an excuse not to accomplish, not to become great, to say, look, I've been exposed. Or the person precisely because of our challenge. Hashem knows our Nessya he created it. He gave it because we didn't choose it. Or the person can engage, can say Kim Nisa is me, Hashem is testing me, Hashem is giving me an opportunity that despite a challenge, I should overcome it. With philis, with diligence, with tedusha, with fighting, with struggling, I'm going to engage my challenge and because, because of my challenge, I'll reach height. Without our willingness, when we lost the tire of our daughter, we lost the world. When we lose the very scissor that you are going adopt me from tonight, and tomorrow morning, and three times a day, reminds us of this principle, perhaps, when we pick up the scissor and we are we, amazed by it, that we have a set looker, in some of the way of the remember why it happened. That was my third message. When you pick up the scissor, remember the strange phenomenon, that we should really be expressing from our heart and do that. But I'm reading the set language because we lost the world. And why do we lose the world? Try not to think all this while you're governing. Mm-hmm. But at least when you pick it up, why do we lose the world? Because we lost the Abu Dizorf, the tiger for the tiger for And if we don't have challenges, we can't have greatness. And when we have challenges, they're a source of greatness. They bring out greatness. And engage in our illness. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of mischievous Hashem gives them to us in order to bring out our greatness. Take them head-on, deal with them, fight through them, don't feel sorry for mischievous. Don't feel a sense of why do I have this, why this come up? We don't know Hashem's mischievous that we get. We govern He doesn't challenge us too much, we govern that we have the strength to overcome our mischievous. And then we engage, we understand it's meant for our greatness. And we engage in the Nestleian, we deal with the Nestleian, and we become closer to
1: Russia. <laughs> <laughs>